Andre Dawson, Hall of Famer from the Chicago Cubs, and you're listening to the Dubuque Area Baseball Podcast featuring everybody's favorite coach, Coach Manaman. Follow him on Twitter at Coach Manaman. Nolan Weber Insurance through American Family Insurance is a proud sponsor of the Dubuque Area Baseball Podcast. Contact Nolan or a member of his crew at 563-258-5467 to request a quote. You can also find this highly reviewed agent on Facebook by searching Nolan Weber Insurance. Welcome back to the Dubuque Area Baseball Podcast. As always, this is everybody's favorite coach, Coach Manaman, and we are starting our weekly recap for the week of June 5th through June 10th. We're going to throw in some semi-pro stuff here. We're going to talk about some things going on in the area, and we're also going to play some fun games involving the local high school kids as well. Before we start, got to thank our great sponsors, Dugout Sports and Fairfax, Iowa Train, where the pros in Iowa train. Two great insurance companies helping us out this year, stepping up to the plate, New Eagle Insurance and Nolan Weber Insurance. And we have to thank Tyler Ernson from Genuine Landscape and Design. And lastly, Foley Distributing. Area shout-outs going on. Congratulations to Tommy Speck, who got the call, moved up from rookie ball to Class A in the Texas Rangers organization. Tommy is off to a hot start, hitting over 300. One thing that I thought was very cool, he is wearing Coach Manaman's old number 37. Casey Perrineau, former prep from Western Dubuque, also needs to get a mention. He guided the Southeastern Community College of the JUCO World Series, where they came up a game short of winning the national championship. Casey set the program record with 12 wins, earned all tournament team honors, and there's some buzz circling around Twitter saying he is also going to possibly be an All-American. And last shout-out, which will be a perfect lead-in to our very first segment, is we got to give congratulations to the Zwingle Suns on winning the Bellevue Tournament. Chase Keeter didn't pick that. I didn't pick that. Nobody saw it. That's what makes those episodes so much fun. So huge, huge shout-out to the Zwingle Suns. After suffering heat stroke, after running, was Elise, was it a half marathon or a full marathon? Uh, Just a half marathon in the Quad Cities. (laughs) Elise is back making her second appearance as a co-host of the Dubuque Area Baseball Podcast. Elise, always great having you. Do you have any shout-outs you want to give from the last couple weeks since you've been on before we start picking our semi-pro games for the Farley Tournament? Yeah, um, I'm so glad to be back. Back said I missed a week, but you know, here I am ready to go for week three. Um, a few shout outs. Uh, Beckman got to play at the University of Iowa field last week and they beat Key Hawk, the Key Hawks. And then, um, I wanted to give a shout out to a good friend of my husband and mine and an usher at our wedding, Tom Martin, who played for the Daresville White Hawks, White Hawks and the Beckman Blazers. He will be inducted into the Hall of Fame um, here later this summer. 
And then also, I just wanted to bring a shout out to Tuesday night at the Beckman Senior Game at Jank Field. It's called Pack the Park Tuesday, and it will be in support of the Hall Taylor Hall Tyler family. Um, James Hall, son of Nate Dirt Hall, he plays for the Rickardsville, um, has an inoperable brain tumor, and there's area businesses giving $20 per run that night, and we just want to pack the park in support of this family and their cause. Thank you for bringing that up. I saw senior head coach Tyler Soigling also share that news on Twitter. I believe he played with one of those guys in the Legion team, so it's great. Let's pack the park Tuesday night at Jink Field. Elise, did you get any feedback when you were on the podcast? Did uh, anybody reach out to you, tell you you did a great job, tell you you did a terrible job, tell you to never appear on the show again? Any feedback that you got from people <laughs> from Beckman or even outside of Beckman? Um, if I did get any for about not being back on, I didn't hear it, but it was really fun uh, going to the Beckman games, both soccer and baseball that week and hearing that people were listening. It makes me excited that people are listening to the podcast. They liked um, getting to hear like a little different take and I heard a few, a few roofsness to them, but I hopefully it motivates them throughout the season. Yes, people enjoyed having you on the show. The one, the one thing that, that I got feedback on was tell Elise, you know, those debut teams are stepping it up. So and they, they have done since. So we're late on this. Normally I like to reach out to the tournament organizer or the host team to do this. But audience, I have to be honest with you. Life has been crazy. The end of the school year is going on. I have umped over 30 baseball games in 15 days, and it has just been crazy. So Elise and I, we are going to go through the Farley Tournament, which is happening right now. First games took place on Sunday. Elise and I did record this before the tournament started, but statistically, Sunday is the worst day to release a podcast, so we're going to release this Monday morning. So, Elise, we're going to start right at the top here. Go on out and support the Farley Tournament. Great tournament. Managers always tell me that this is in their top three to play in. The host team, Farley against Holy Cross. I'm going with Farley. Keep track of your picks. Who are you going in that game? I am also going with Farley. They never seem to disappoint, especially at their home tournament. Yes. Next, we move on to Worthington and Monticello. After picking Monticello to make it to the championship in the Holy Cross tournament and them getting bounced first round, I have to go with Worthington because Ben Ogden, even in his old age, wow, can that guy swing it. So I have Worthington knocking off Monticello. Who are you going with and why? I'm also going with Worthington. Um, just from what I hear, they've gotten a few younger players coming in as well as the um, old guys who teach them their ways. And I think that they're going to be a pretty strong team for this first round. And Russ Bolabal, podcast superfan, also plays for them. So I have to root for them. Next, we're going to Epworth and Pleasant Grove. And Epworth made it to the finals of the Bellevue tournament. They gave me a lot of crap on Twitter. I believe I picked them to get knocked out first round. But Tyler Horner told me himself in the podcast they were going to struggle this year. They were going to be extremely young. I am going to pick Epworth to knock off Pleasant Grove. Who are you going with, Elise? I don't 
mean to like jump on the, the same bandwagon as you are, but I'm also going with Epworth. Hopefully in these next few picks, we have some differences. <laughs> I, we're going we're gonna to differentiate on this one. I know it is Ball Town against Dyersville. And Ball Town is starting off slow in tournament play, but Dyersville also is struggling in tournament play. I know who you're going to pick. I'm going to take Ball Town to win that game. Are you going to go with the hometown Whitehawks? Are you going to go against them? Uh, maybe if they brought number 10, Matt Ungs, out of retirement, uh, I'd pick the Whitehawks. But I'm going to have to honestly go with Ball Town this, this week. All right. So we are agreeing there. Next, we move on. <laughs> that might be a surprise. <laughs> that, that might be a surprise. Again, Connor told me, I'm sorry, Cole Klosterman told me they're very young. They were going to struggle this year, but Epworth told me the same thing. Now we are on to Piasta and Rickardsville. Now we're going to get into some more difficult games. I don't know why I'm going to go Piasta. I, I think I've picked Rickardsville every single tournament, and I don't think they've disappointed me. I just have a feeling that, that Piasta is going to pull this one out. Are you going to agree with me again, or are you going to go with Rickardsville? Yes, I'm actually going with Piasta on this. Like, I love Rickardsville. I love the guys on that team. Um, but I just had a weird feeling when I was going through this bracket and picked Piasta. Did you look at the bracket ahead of time or are you I just... swear I have it. Okay, you already have it picked out. Perfect. I I'm not. I'm just I'm just uh, spitballing <laughs> yeah. here. Key West and uh, Bernard. They have lost two games in a row for the first time in a very long time. Bernard has been bringing in Isaac Stanton. I'm sorry, not Isaac Stanton. That's his dad, head coach of Southwestern High School. Jordan Stanton, his son, who pitched fairly well in Platteville in his freshman year to throw for them. But I got to say the Ramblers aren't going to lose three in a row. So I'm going to pick the Key West Ramblers over the Bernard baseball team. I think you're agreeing with me on this one, right? I am. After seeing many years of the um, semi-pro baseball, Key West is hard to beat. This is a difficult one. We got the up-and-comers, the Dubuque Packers against the current champs from the Bellevue Tournament, the Zwingle Suns. I am going to say the Zwingle Suns are going to get beat in the first round by the Dubuque Packers. Are we the same? <laughs> yes, I was hoping you were going to pick Zwingle, but, so we'd have one different pick. But, yeah, I'm going with Dubuque Pack. I do love Zwingle and Travis Lyons. I'm going to give you a shout-out. Um, he's another Expos coach with my husband, but I'm picking the Dubuque pack on this one. You know, and they also have Greg Bennett, who's playing well, David James, who's playing well, Isaac Evans threw well in the championship game against Bellevue. He, nobody can ever get that guy out, but uh, I, I, the Dubuque Packers, I, I think I might pick them to win this tournament. I, I don't know. I still have to look ahead here. Cascade and Bellevue. Bellevue's burned me twice. I don't know if I'm ever going to pick Bellevue the rest of the season to win a game. I'm going Cascade, and I'm going to say that Cascade is go going to mercy run them just because of the fact that they've burned me twice already. Who are you going with, Elise? <laughs> I'm also going with Cascade. Um, I don't know if they'll run them, but that, that'll be interesting to check in on after this first round. <laughs> okay, so we are the same in the first round. Now let's go on to the second 
round, which actually will start on June 10th and also June 13th. We have Farley against Worthington. I'm going with Farley. I think Paul Sherman, the field's being dedicated to him during this tournament. I think he's going to bring in all the big guns to win this tournament. I have Farley over Worthington. Are you agreeing with me on that one as well? Yes. Okay. Epworth against Balltown. This is a this is a tough one for me. I I I don't think I'm going to pick against Epworth because I know if I pick against them and they win, they uh they harass me on Twitter and I really don't enjoy reading about it, but um they might have a joker card in their pocket depending on what happens with Casey Perino if he's going to pitch in any collegiate leagues or if he's going to be throwing for Epworth, but I have Epworth knocking off Balltown. How about you? I also do. And I think they uh, definitely are the best like supporters of tournaments, whether they win or lose, but I definitely think they're going to win this, uh, this next round. They do. They, they bring the biggest crowds, the wildest crowds, and they drink the most bush light is what <laughs> I've been told. Okay. Piasta <laughs> against Key West. I'm going to say Key West is going to beat them, and it is going to be by the mercy rule as well. I don't know. I just have that feeling. I don't know. Who are you going with? I also have Key West. I told you, like, they're they're tough to beat, and I've watched them play many years, and they have a good team, so I'm definitely having them win this round as well. They do not make a lot of mistakes. Pitchers throw strikes. I heard from Chad Crable the other day at the Miracle League. They're struggling to hit. So maybe age is catching up with those guys. Who knows? And that brings us to the Dubuque Packers against Cascade. This is going to be a fun game. Both teams are great teams. Both teams are really good competitors. I'm going with the Dubuque Packers over the Cascade Reds. How about you? I also am. I'm sure that... People will think this has something to do with Cascade Bearsville rivalry, but it really just is. Like I think this Dubuque Pack team is is pretty good this year. Yeah, they are. They are legit. They are the real <laughs> deal. So at least you and I are either going to come across as we know a lot about baseball because we get all of them right, or we don't know anything about baseball <laughs> because we got every single one of them wrong. We'll see how I hope it plays this, out. Okay. I hope this isn't like March Madness. My last two brackets for the last two tournaments have been busted, and it's been awful. Okay, now we're going on to the next round, the semifinals, which will take place on June 16th at beautiful Farley Park. We both have Farley against Epworth. I am going to pick Farley to advance to the championship. How about you? I also have Farley. Nice making it to the championship game. And then that brings us to a Key West Dubuque Packers. And we know a lot of those guys play for both teams. Some of those guys have jumped from one team to the other. I am going to go with the Dubuque Packers. I think this might be the game that we disagree on. Gary Rudin sent me a text <laughs> message earlier in the week that says, Andrew Redman told you a long time ago, never bet against the Key West Ramblers, and they disappointed me in the last tournament by not winning it. So I'm going to go with the Dubuque Packers over the Key West Ramblers. How about you, Elise? I have Key West, and I promise I I can show everybody that I 
did this bracket prior to chatting with you, but I do have Key West in the championship against Farley. So you are taking Gary Rudin and Anthony Redmond's advice. Never pick against the Ramblers, which sets up a Farley <laughs> versus Dubuque, Dubuque Packers championship on June 17th at 6 p.m. And it is, I have Farley against the Dubuque Packers. I am going with the Dubuque Packers to win this tournament. Edging Farley 6-2 to two in the championship. What are you going with, Elise? Farley or the Key West Ramblers? So you almost had me switch my pre-written brackets when you talked about Paul Sherman and how they're dedicating the tournament to him. Like I almost went with Farley on that one, but I do have Key West written down and I know not to go against my first pick. So I'm going Key West all the way. So we will see who's right. If you're listening, play along with us, comment on our social media posts on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Let us know who you think is going to win the Farley tournament. Stick around for a quick word from one of our great sponsors. Our next sponsor is Tyler Ernson, owner and operator of Genuine Landscape and Design. They continue to be the trusted go-to landscape and lawn care company of the tri-state baseball community. Whether it's regular lawn maintenance, a retaining wall, or a complete landscape makeover, they are always glad to help get your property looking pristine. As of last summer, they have become a licensed nursery located at 16109 Root Lane in Holy Cross, Iowa, carrying a wide variety of natives, trees, perennials, and other nursery favorites. Check them out on their website at GenuineLandscapeAndDesign.com or on Facebook. Phone number is 563-581-1052. This year, they will also be carrying a handful of field maintenance supplies as well, such as Kentucky bluegrass sod, clay, and field conditioner. As proud sponsors of the Dubuque Area Baseball Podcast, anyone who mentions they heard them through this podcast will receive 10% off their next service. We're now going to continue with our high school portion of the show for our weekly recap for the week of June 5th through June 10th. Let's take a look at the conference standings and overall standings and records for our area teams. Hempstead is currently 5-7 and seven overall, 2-6 and six on the Valley side of the Mississippi Valley Conference. Waller had a good week. Going five and one, they're currently eleven and seven overall, eight and four in the conference, and that puts them in second place behind Cedar Rapids Prairie, who is fourteen and zero. Beckman, your area, Elise, is ranked sixth in two A, currently eight and six overall, six and zero in the conference, putting them at the top of the conference with Cascade. Heading into a huge Cascade Beckman showdown next week. Western Dubuque 
is currently 12 and four, ranked first in 3A and nine and two in the conference. They're in second on the Valley side behind Cedar Rapids Kennedy, who is nine and three in the conference. Senior is four and nine and one and nine in the conference. And they are at the bottom of the Mississippi Valley Division. And then Cascade is currently 8 and 2. They're seventh in 2A, 6 and 0 at the top of the River Valley Conference. And they are up there with Beckman. Elise, looking at the standings, looking at the overall records, what are some things that excite you for either this week or the following weeks or things to finish up? the season with moving forward. I am really excited to watch WD this year. Um, I never thought I would say that I'd be excited to root on the black and red Bobcats, but it's hard to deny like how good they're playing this year just with a few losses, but being ranked number one in 3A is incredible. I hope they keep that rolling. Um, Beckman, this being their first year in River Valley and Mabe's first year as coach, it's exciting to watch them doing well um, in this new conference. I know them in Cascade. I believe Anamosa is actually ahead of them, but I might I might be wrong on that. But I thought they were ranked higher than them. Um, Beckman still has to play Anamosa yet this year, so we'll see how that goes. Um, obviously, next week Thursday is going to be an exciting game in Cascade. Um, Beckman Cascade. We we always enjoy that rivalry between both teams, and um, I'm looking forward to that. I may be wrong on who's in the conference and where, but I do know that Beckman and Cascade are both 6-0, and which does excite me for that showdown. One thing I'm, I'm really excited about is just last week, we had so many young kids that were named either Pitcher of the Week or Player of the Night. So that's what I'm excited in moving forward. We, we got Fody. Um, and I'm going to mispronounce his last name, so I'm not even going to attempt it. But um, from Wallert Catholic, he's a sophomore. He had a great start on the mound. We had Eli Fritz, freshman from Cascade, had a great start on the mound. <laughs> Clayton Lindecker worked his way through JV. Now he's up on varsity. He's thrown well. We've talked about Tanner Anderson a whole bunch. He's a young kid. Wallert through Brandon Cummer. Um, against Clinton, and he one-hit them in his varsity debut. So there's a lot of great young pitchers that are making their way to the mounds, really helping these teams move forward. Elise, when I sent you the outline and the agenda for this episode, I left off our game. So we're going to play a game with Elise here. It's going to be a fun game, and I want you to play along with us at home. So what I'm going to do is name an offensive stat, and I want you thinking at home, and Elise is going to be thinking, based on what she's seen, she's read in the paper, she's heard on the podcast, she's seen on social media, who she thinks is leading our area in that statistical category. If she does not answer it right... I am going to give her five choices with one of those being the correct person. Play along with us at home. I do want to say that the teams covered are Hempstead, Wallert, Senior, Western Dubuque, Cascade, and Beckman. I was not able to connect with Bellevue. I sent them a couple messages. They had some things going on with the merger. We just were not able to connect. So first one, Elise, again, Play along with us at home. Who in the area 
has the highest batting average. Let me think. Are you looking at Bound right now? You're looking at something. No, I, okay, I'm you, on my phone. I'm on my phone. I'm honestly thinking of not players' be names. At I have Bound like right some players' names. I'm going to go with is there a guy that plays for Hempstead? Joe? Mm-hmm. Is that there, right? Uh, are you is thinking Joe? of Justin Potts? Because Joe from Hempstead is not ringing a bell. Okay. Okay, so I'll give you, probably, maybe, I'll give you some options Hempstead? Here. Justin Potts from Hempstead. <laughs> Isaac Thane from Western Dubuque. Luke Sigworth from Beckman. Caleb Klein from Western Dubuque. Or Drew Francis from Senior. Which one of those five guys leaves our area in batting average? I'm going to go with the Justin. Pods from Hempstead. I don't know why that's not it, right? I threw Hempstead. him in there to throw you and the audience off because he has been dude of the night. Dugout sports, dude of the night twice. Justin Potts is not. He's hitting 366. Isaac Thane is not. He's hitting 408. Luke Sigworth is. Luke Sigworth from Beckman. You should know that one. He's hitting 512. Caleb Klein from Western Dubuque is hitting 429. And Drew Francis from Senior is hitting 409. Next question, and there's two of them. Can you name the two players who lead our area in total bases with 33? I'm going to go with Luke Sigworth on this because okay. I made a mistake in not saying him last time <laughs> because I thought it was somebody from Hempstead. Uh, um, and then and runs. So it's got to be somebody from Western Dubuque. I don't Give me some names. <laughs> okay, I will give you some names. Connor Myers from Western Dubuque. Jack Walsh from Wallert. Luke Sigworth from Beckman, Hunter Quigliano from Western Dubuque, or John Willie from Senior. What was the first one from Western Dubuque? Same? Again, Connor, that one. Connor I'm going to go with Myers. him. Okay. You know, I was wrong in the question. Yeah. Looking at my numbers, actually, it is Connor Myers. It is Connor Myers with 33. And also Luke Sigworth also has 33. And then Jack Walsh has 28. Now, my notes are saying that Hunter Quigliano also has 33. But for some reason, I'm thinking he was 32. And John Willie from Senior has 28. Okay, next question. Can you name the three players who are tied for the lead in home runs with two? I'll give you a hint. Beckman, yeah. Western Dubuque, Hempstead, and Western Dubuque. <laughs> those are those are the three teams those guys are on. All right, I'm gonna go. You're gonna, I I feel so bad, you guys. Like I'm bad at names, so I need to come to guys' games. So I know you guys are. Um, can I go? Maybe I'll go like Luke uh, Jackson or Brockling because he maybe have a home run, couple home runs or Luke. Uh, am I right? Jackson over Brockling is not one. Okay, I'll give uh, you I'll give you a okay. list here, and there's three of them: Luke Sigworth from Beckman, Cooper Hummel from Cascade, Kurt Saunders Jr. from Hempstead, Hunter Quigliano from Western Dubuque, or Patrick Fitzgerald from Wallert. And I'm gonna pick three of those guys. Yes, Sigworth. 
Um, Quigliano and the one from Hempstead. <laughs> you are correct. Luke Sigworth has two. Kurt Saunders has two. Hunter Quigliano has two. Patrick Fitzgerald and Cooper Hummel both have one. Who leads? I want to give a shout out. Hold on. I got to give a shout out to Luke Sigworth because I'm doing him dirty. <laughs> I'm trying to like spread the love and I just should give all the awards to him when it's a Beckman one. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I totally agree. Who leads the area? In RBIs. It's somebody from Western Dubuque. Is it the Quigliano? Okay, I'll give you a choice. Is that right? Jackson Overbrockling oh. from Beckman. Oh my gosh. Will Hush from Cascade. JT Goodman from Western Dubuque. Isaac Thane from Western Dubuque. Or Braden Delaney from Western Dubuque. Isaac Thane. You are correct. He has 17. Jackson Overbrockling from Beckman has 12. Will Hush from Cascade is 14. JT Goodman and Braden Delaney, both from Western Dubuque, have 16. I think this is the most exciting play in baseball, except for like a perfect game, a no-hitter, a walk-off, a grand slam, a home run, that sort of thing. Area leader in stolen bases. Do you know who leads the area in stolen bases? I'm going to give you a hint. Your brother-in-law knows this guy very well because he might be, actually, he will be suiting up for the Hawkeyes next year. Give me choices. I will. Give me from Washington Butte. Justin Potts from Hempstead. Ryan Brosius from Waller. Jaden Arnold from Senior. Caleb Klein from Western Dubuque. Or Luke Sigworth from Beckman. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm so bad. I thought it was somebody else. All right. Do you want me to give you the answer? Yeah. <laughs> okay. It is Ryan Brosius from Wallert. He has 15. Justin Potts from Hempstead has seven. Jay Narnold from Senior has six. Caleb Klein from Western Dubuque has six. And Luke Sigworth from Beckman has eight. We're going to give the pitchers an opportunity to get some more innings under their belt. We'll play this again next week with the pitchers. But we are going to do one pitching stat question before we get into our genuine landscape and design game of the week. What pitcher currently leads our area in wins? Would you like a choice? Oh, I know. I know. Go for it. Is it Nate Offerman? Let's see here. Tanner Anderson from Western Dubuque has three. Jackson Green from Cascade has two. Jace Renicky from Cascade also has two. Nate Offerman from Beckman has four. And Jace Rundy from Hempstead has two. So you got that one correct before we went to the multiple Woo! choice lifeline. Elise, it brings me to my favorite part of the show, the end. But before we hit into that podcast, Killing Double Play, we do have our genuine landscape and design game of the week. I am not going to pick because at the drop of a hat, I could get a call and I could be umpiring this game and it would look bad if I'm doing the bases or behind the plate and I had picked a winner in this game. So this week, Elise, senior travels to your neck of the woods on Tuesday for a single varsity game against the Beckman Blazers. 
Who do you got and why? Are you going to go with the homer pick and say the Beckman Blazers, or are you going to go with the underdog, Senior Rams? Both teams coached by first-year head coaches, Tyler Soigling of Senior and Ryan Mabe of Dyersville Beckman. I am not senior. Listen to when I say this. I'm not saying this to get you all riled up so that you're ready to play, but I am going with, I got to go with my, my hometown high school, Beckman. They are going to win on Tuesday night at Pack the Park night. Do you have a prediction on the score or are you not wanting to go there? I'm not going to go that far, but I do think um, I, I'm very confident in that they are going to win that game. You heard that it game. from Elise. She is very confident that she got this one right. Elise, this is a lot of fun. We should do this again next week. Yes, but I just want to, before people get all mad that I didn't know the right names, it, I am a very good in the morning, like bright and early. I would have gotten these questions right. <laughs> but I just am not good at remembering stuff later in the day. <laughs> it's, it's late at night. We both have kids. They're asleep. And Elise, look over the pitching staffs for next week. Um, and uh, that, that will help you mm-hmm. out when, when we play area trivia yeah. pitching leaders. Guys and girls, best of luck this upcoming week in baseball and softball in our great area. Make sure we get out to Farley and we pack Paul Sherman Field, who it's gonna be dedicated to and support and patronize that great Farley tournament. And 643, we're out of here. Hello, this is Donna Hirsch with New Eagle Insurance proud sponsor of the Dubuque Area Baseball Podcast. New Eagle Insurance is an independent agency offering several carriers for home, auto, and recreational vehicles, as well as business insurance. This allows us to customize your coverages and offer a competitive premium. Let us step up to the plate and knock it out of the park. Call New Eagle Insurance today at 563 582-5834. Post Game Show is brought to you by... Christ, I can't find it. The hell with it. Thank you for listening to the Dubuque Area Baseball Podcast. Don't forget to stop by Apple Podcasts. Give us a five-star review and also subscribe on Spotify.